Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday April 3rd. Let's jump into the top stories from over the weekend. LSU won its first national championship in a sizzling shooting display as Bayou Bengals head coach Kim Mulkey notched her fourth. I think back to my press conference when Scott Woodward introduced me as LSU's coach. And the number of people that were in that PMAC, the governor, the politicians, the people who watched me grow up. And I made a statement and asked everybody to turn around and look at those final four banners. Nowhere on there did it say, national champions, and that's what I came home to do. NCAA President Charlie Baker on a standalone women's basketball tourney media package, basically, this thing is going out this year and it's going out on the heels of what will have been the most successful tournament. Let's see what the market thinks it's worth. I think the market is going to think it's worth a lot. The first thing we have to do is find out how much this tournament, as it has progressed over the last several years, is going to be worth in the marketplace overall. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey on the same topic, adding, one media consultant's opinion is not validation. I think what happened this weekend is actually validation. This year's women's tourney set an all-time attendance record with 357,542 fans, topping the previous record of 334,587 that was set in 2003. The women's basketball final four games combined to be the most watched in history. The Iowa vs. South Carolina matchup drew 5.5 million viewers and peaked at 6.6 million, while the LSU vs. Virginia Tech tip brought in 3.4 million viewers and peaked at 5 million. With an average of 4.5 million viewers, these were the most viewed college basketball games, men's or women's, ever on the ESPN family of networks. College AD reports Texas A&M Commerce President Mark Rudin has zeroed in on Florida State Senior Associate AD Jim Curry as the next AD for the Lions. No further information available. On the IUPUI front, College AD indicates the Jags plan to have a new leader announced by early May with virtual interviews, beginning the second half of April. Remember, I came out of a public sector environment where there's a lot of distributed decision-making models. I generally believe that if you respect the model, you can easily find a way to get to someplace that works for people. But I've also said that, football, is in some respects the biggest challenge that will face anybody in this job and I certainly believe it's one of mine. That's new NCAA President Charlie Baker to the media yesterday as the Raleigh News and Observer's Luke DeCock frames up how, so many of the existential and epistemological issues Baker faces start on the gridiron. DeCock in closing, this is tremendous spectacle, in Houston or Dallas, and tremendous basketball, and it's what the NCAA actually does well. Figuring out the rest of it isn't so easy. Front Office Sports' Amanda Kristovich adds, caught up briefly WNCAA President Baker. He clarified his views on NIL, there's no uniform standard contract in this area, there should be, he says, like there is for mortgages. But does he want contracts to include a cap on athlete earnings? I never said that. In the second of a three-part retrospective of his 25 years in Norman, Oklahoma AD Joe Castiglione tells Tulsa World's Bill what it was like to inherit a department $15 million in debt to its university. It was awkward and uncomfortable to keep trying to explain something that I couldn't explain, something that happened before I got here. That first year, there were times when I would start a conversation by saying, you are not going to believe this. The $15 million deficit was a big surprise. Haston turns his focus to Castiglione's relationship with former Sooners head football coach Bob Stoops, 
Asked whether he felt more pressure to reignite the program with Stoops or sustain once it had been reignited, Castiglione says, We felt a greater responsibility to sustain it, I would put it that way. I remember over those 18 years that Bob and I worked together, we would deal with the challenges of the moment, whatever those were. We always tried to keep our eyes forward on positioning the program for success. We never envisioned the college athletics world changing as dramatically as it is now. Michigan State head men's basketball coach Tom Izzo on allowing student-athletes to transfer and qualify for immediate eligibility, I don't have a lot of faith in the NCAA. This waiver thing. If you've got a hangnail, you get a waiver. I just don't believe in that, because I think somebody, whether it's a lawyer, whether it's agents, whether it's people, they're going to just come up with a different reason. Mental health is a big reason. I just don't see why sitting out is such a bad thing because 90% of the kids that are sitting out aren't pros anyway or they'd go pro. I'm not for it. I'm not for anything. I just think we're hurting decisions that kids make. I mean we've got 1,200. By Tuesday, we'll have 1,500, and then we're going to get a second wave of kids in the portal. And kids are going to go places that maybe it's a little bit for the money, maybe it's because they're worried about beating somebody else out. We all had to beat people out, and I think we're losing that. Where's the competitive edge? Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday April 3rd. We'll see you back here this afternoon.